Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Taylor. And we're the hosts of the Anxiety Chicks podcast, where we dive deep into the reality of anxiety, nutrition, and mental health. Listen as we explore all things anxiety healing while keeping it real, including our own struggles with mental health. We'll bring our expertise as healing professionals to the conversation while discussing the tools and strategies you need to heal the anxious mind. Listen to the Anxiety Chicks on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, healers. It's Allison here. So I want to tell you a little bit more about how Taylor and I got started with our podcast and the platform we've been using, which is Anchor, has been so user-friendly and so amazing. I just want to tell anyone else out there that is thinking about starting a podcast, Anchor is the way to go. First of all, it's completely free. So hello. Second of all, there's so many creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It's crazy. I'm recording this right from my phone and it literally just looks like the record button on your videos or your Instagram. So it really is such a user-friendly platform. And The coolest thing is, is you can add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes too. And the possibilities are seriously endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never even seen before. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And like I said, it's so user-friendly. I recommend Anchor. Go to anchor.fm to get started or the Anchor app. See you later, healers. Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Taylor. And together, we're the Anxiety Chicks. Each week, we will dive deep into a different topic about anxiety and the real-life experiences we all go through while giving you all the top tools and tips you need for your journey to recovery. Our degrees may say therapist and dietitian, but together we are just real chicks on our own healing journeys too. Join us as we take you from panic to power and reduce the stigma of mental health. Remember, you're never alone and we're all in this together. Hi, healers. Allison here. So I want to talk to you all a little bit about one of our new sponsors, BetterHelp. I'm so excited to tell you about this online counseling platform because as a licensed therapist, I'm a huge advocate of mental health awareness and truly believe in providing affordable counseling services to anyone, anywhere. Let's face it, there's so many areas in the United States and around the world that can make it so difficult to find affordable counseling. And especially if you live in a more rural area, it can be really hard to find a counselor, which is why I love this online platform. BetterHelp is an online mental health healing platform that provides online counseling and matches you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's a professional counseling service done securely online and is available worldwide. What's even better is that there are a number of different licensed counselors who specialize in all different areas of mental health. BetterHelp makes it so easy to log onto your account at any time and contact your therapist directly. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses and can schedule as many weekly video or phone sessions as you would like. 
As a therapist, I know that it's not always possible to find the right therapist for your needs, especially the very first time. So BetterHelp has actually made it so easy to facilitate great therapeutic matches. And if you don't find a connection with your first counselor, there's absolutely no charge to change counselors if you ever need to. How amazing is that? And if you find that you're struggling financially, they also have financial aid available. So we have a special offer for all Anxiety Chick listeners today. Sign up now and receive 10% off your first month. Just visit betterhelp.com slash the anxiety chicks. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P slash the anxiety chicks and join over 500,000 people who are taking charge of healing their mental health with an experienced counselor today. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Anxiety Chicks Podcast. I'm Allison Sepinera. And I'm Taylor. And we're so excited to be here with you again today for another episode. If you don't know me, then I sing sometimes when I talk. And my niece and nephew hate it, but (laughs) I don't know why I do it sometimes, but I'm in like a weird mood. So welcome. And we're excited to jump in today to our topic. But before we do, I do want to say thank you to everyone again who supports the podcast and who has left us some amazing reviews lately. We feel just so, I don't know, happy, even more than happy. I just feel so, I feel loved, but I also feel like so humbled by this whole experience and being able to share our experience with our anxiety with all of you, but also know that sharing that is helping so many other people. And I just love reading the reviews because it's not just the check out the reviews because only because why I say this is because it's not just like, oh my gosh, I love this podcast. It's so great. Like there's so many reviews that we've gotten that are so empowering and powerful, just saying how like people telling their stories about anxiety on our reviews. And how they feel like they're they're safe enough to tell their stories on our on iTunes. It's it's the iTunes reviews. I'm not sure I can really see the Spotify ones because I listen to iTunes, but they've just been sharing their stories and how the podcast has been helping them heal their anxiety. And so I think that's just so special. So if you feel like you resonate with the podcast and you feel like it's helpful, we would love for you to share a review and share your experience and just how it's helped you and just rate our podcast and subscribe. And it also helps so many other people um, gain access to our podcast because the more um, people listen, then the more we can help raise awareness for anxiety and mental health. So just wanted to kind of put that out there. Thank you so much for everyone that's been um, embracing us and our imperfections. (laughs) Right, Taylor? (laughs) Yeah, no, sorry. Right when you said the thing about Spotify, I went and tried to check it out. And I don't think you can review on Spotify, actually. Yes, someone was asking me and I thought to myself, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can, but I don't know. So if anyone has information about that, email us. You can't? No. So it's only iTunes. Yeah. You can follow, but I don't know what that doesn't do anything, but... Yeah, you can't. Because there's so many other streaming platforms, though, too, like Stitcher and um, – I think they all connect the to the uh, iTunes. Like, I think, like, podcast is, like uh-huh. – I think you have to be through iTunes. I don't know. I could be making all this up. 
I actually don't know if anyone, anyone, if you know, I don't, <laughs> sorry. I don't want to see any other uh, reviews. Like I like seeing them, but I try and not read them that much. So why just, read them? I, so, I just want a, a whole five minutes about saying how people share their amazing experiences on the reviews that they leave us. You should they read were, them. No, they, they were, they were good. It's just like yeah. those those few every so often that would like trigger me. It's just best that I don't. It's a boundary. Okay. Because I, I could get super triggered by that. Okay. Well, that's a little – that's some type of your anxiety work that needs to be healed. And so I think that's a good learning lesson for you that if that's something that is so hard for you to do, then I think that needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay. So anyone that – wherever you can leave us a review, I don't know where else besides iTunes, but if you can and if you enjoy it, then we'd love to see it and we'd love to have it. So thank you so much for everyone who has supported us. Um, but today we're going to talk a lot about health anxiety again. I feel like this is a topic that a lot of people like to talk about and we like to like relate it to a lot of specific types of things because anxiety looks different for a lot of people. Health anxiety, even though you might think it looks similar to, you know, because there's a lot of different physical symptoms that happen and you might think it looks this not the same, but like there's probably similar experiences people have when they have health anxiety. It's still very different for people. Um. So I, you brought, I mean, you brought this up, I think a little bit more because I think you've been struggling a little bit more than I have with the COVID piece that related to health anxiety. Right. Um, so tell me a little bit about what your, where your anxieties are coming as far as what's been going on with the pandemic. I feel like obviously it's different today than it was a year and a half ago but there's still so many different types of health anxieties that have been coming up, maybe even more for some people. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like, I feel like the pandemic is health anxiety's worst nightmare because health anxiety, a lot of people, it's the fear of diseases and illness and dying. Right. Mm -hmm. And so this pandemic that feels so, um, unknown. It is something mm -hmm. that like, I mean, the information changes all the time. So you just feel like when you have health anxiety, you're like, who do I listen to? Like, is something just going to pop up? You know, it's just how we were like in one thing and then there's another. And I don't know. It's just, I guess just a lot of the unknown is very hard for people with health anxiety. It's just right. that it's such it's such a fear and then like how it's spread and like all these things and then like breakthrough cases and just so many different things that can be so triggering to someone with health anxiety. And I think also just like how it's hitting close to home. Um, yeah. Just people I know, whereas in the beginning it was like, yeah, there was like a few people I knew, but it was just like, it feels like people in their twenties that I hear going to the ER and stuff. Like, I don't like that. Like that really triggers me. Yeah. Yeah. So it just feels like this variant is so different to me. I don't know why. It just feels like it's sending like a lot of like tw like my age, like 20 something. And so I think that's mm -hmm. the hardest part. And so and then it's hard because it feels like everybody around me is living and I'm still just like 
hello, like, do y'all not want this to go away? Like, is anyone just gonna, you know, it just feels like no one cares anymore. Yeah. I also think that I'll, I'll just be honest with my own health anxiety. I felt like I got the vaccine and I was like, okay, you know, and again, that's everyone's choice, what they feel like they want to do, but I got it. And I felt like, all right, I can conquer the world. <laughs> like, I just remember feeling very protected after I got it. And I'm okay. You know, I would still wear my mask, of course, different places. But for my own self, I was just thinking, okay, I think I'm good. Like, I don't need to be so worried about, you know, getting COVID. And also, and then the Delta variant happens. And then I'm starting to hear about more people still getting COVID that have been vaccinated. And I'm just like, oh my God, no, wait, wait. Um, Okay, okay. You know, you start sort of, for me at least, I was going back to just feeling like how I felt a little bit before the pandemic, thinking like, okay, I'm kind of, I'm out. Again, it was summer here in the States. So being outside was a lot. I was just doing a lot more things outside. I wasn't really inside anywhere that didn't have, a, you know, a lot of closed spaces. So like winter's coming again and I might feel different now again. Um, but yeah. With, with both of the Delta variant and just hearing about people still getting COVID. And thank God, the people that I know that have gotten it have been, have, have recovered and have been okay. And from what I know, um, with the vaccine, you're much more likely to recover and be okay in, in like a timely fashion and, and be able to not have as severe symptoms. Again, that's just what people have told me, not like scientifically, but that's what I guess we know, right, about the vaccine too. Um, but like, so now I'm just kind of, I don't know, I'm getting, my anxiety is getting kind of bad again, just thinking about all those things. And I just, I've been, you know, I'm wearing my mask a lot again. And I just, there's a lot of stuff going on in my brain that's just making me believe that I'm like scared, just I'm scared again. Like I just feel mm -hmm. scared again, I guess. I have like so many thoughts going through my head right now. Um, I think just like with like health anxiety, it's the thought of like me ever even testing positive. I don't care if I'm okay or not. I can't shake that. Does that make sense? Oh, wait, say that like again. That, if it's like just the thought of even getting a positive test yeah. would send me in a downward spiral because that is like, oh, that just, that just freaks me out. Like it's just. Oh. Because it is health anxiety. It is something right. that we've all been like bunk hunkering down over, right? Like we've all, it's this thing, this illness we've all been hunkering down over for over almost two years that, and then they say, oh, you have it. And then it's this like, you don't know how your body will react to it. And that's what freaks me out. Like I, like I know you said pe most people recover. And yes, like I haven't heard of anyone who's died that I know of, but like even just the thought of like someone getting like even the thought of having low oxygen or even being sent to the hospital mm. really freaks me out. Like I would, <laughs> that would be a really bad downward spiral for me. So I think I've mm. just been completely avoiding it at all costs. So I think it's hard for people who have a health anxiety like me because we see people living and like thinking, because a lot of people, like, like you said, they're like, Hey, most people recover. Like, I think it's like a 98 mm -hmm. or something percent. Yeah, most people yeah. recover, but it's like, you also hear about like I have 
you hear about people who just have even like symptoms afterwards. It's just, I would make it this dramatic freaking thing. I just know myself and it would turn into a spiral of like testing. You also, well, I was just going to say, you also struggle with panic disorder. Yeah. And right. And, and you've had, yeah, you've, you've been, you know, your, your level of health anxiety, right. Has been, I mean, again, it's different for, for a lot of people. Like it could be like a spectrum that someone has certain levels that are so much or symptoms that are a lot more intense than other people. Right. And so I think too that you have struggled with panic disorder probably is scary for you too because so much of what I remember you talking about with your panic disorder is like connected you to just, your health. Yeah. I think you just hit the nail on the head. It's like I haven't experienced panic disorder in five years and I feel like this yeah. would set me back. Like I just have this yeah. mindset and I'm like obviously not trying to live in that mindset, but I just have this serious fear that – if that were to happen, I would be back at square one. Oh, and like, right. I don't even know if that would happen. Like, I don't even know if I would have a panic attack. You know what I mean? But it's just right. this like serious fear of like going back to that place. Like, I feel like I've come so far that it's just like that would like really freak me out. Oh my God. Which is basically what we talked about last episode about yeah. feeling not being linear, right? About yeah. And how. We hate, sorry, but like how you hate just like thinking about if you were doing so well and then it just like, yeah. Yeah. And then it's just like something we've been so hyper, or at least I have been so hyper-focused on for two years and feel like it's been the talk of the town for two years. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, hey, you have it. It's like, honestly, there couldn't be something worse on this earth for people with health anxiety. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like if we were like under a terrorist attack or something, but like an illness, it's like, come on. With health anxiety, right? But with specifics. Yeah. Health anxiety. Illness anxiety. Yeah. It's just, it's hard. It's hard. And I know I've even like talked with people in my messages who are like dealing with um, extended family, not understanding and like not being like, you need to just get over it. Like you need to start living. We're at this point. And then people fighting over their like opinions. And some people, I know so many people have said, you need to just get it. Like you need to just get it over with. They said, oh, natural immunity is stronger than anything. And in my head, I'm like, well, I don't want to just get it. And I don't, I'm sorry. Like I, <laughs> that's not what I want. And yeah. I've been shamed for wearing my mask. I've been, yeah. I just feel like it's, I mean, I see so many people literally just living and it's, that is kind of giving another component of depression. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. Uh, Right. Just feeling like, is, does anybody else care? That's what I feel in my head. And then they're like, oh, the numbers are spiking like after 4th of July and all these things. And I'm like, if everyone would just like, I don't know, I don't know what we need to do. That's the other thing. Cause I don't know what everyone needs to do. But like maybe all get on the same game plan. I don't know. Well, the hard, the interesting thing too is that, um, and who knows because all of our experiences have been like we've had this kind of collective of this experience as far as a pandemic goes, right? Like in the world. But what is interesting is how different the governments are in different countries and how they've handled it, and even in the U.S. Every state has been in charge of handling what they do <laughs> right? for the most part. There have been a couple like, you know, national mandates, but like in where you are, the way that they were handling a couple things in Texas was different than Pennsylvania. So right. 
there's going to be different responses to all of those things. And maybe, I mean, again, I don't want to generalize or like stereotype or anything, but like you said you've been shamed for wearing your mask a lot. Is that because people- I would say with people my age. I mean, people my age aren't wearing masks But like, anywhere. is that just- Right. Has that been like throughout the throughout the whole pandemic though or just like I now? Think, I, okay, here's the thing. I think about myself before I had anxiety. I would not have worn a mask right now because we're, we're in wow. our 20s. Like we hear like, oh, we'll get it. We'll be kind of sick. And then like my husband, he's just kind of like, it's like so like so many people at his work have had it. They were like pretty sick. Yeah. And then they moved on with life, you know, whereas I would harp on it. And I, I tell him that and like he understands my anxiety and like you know, behind it. And I think people my age were young and most people think like they'll be okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I just know a ton of people my age when I speak to them about like their logic behind it, they're like, hey, like natural immunity. Like once I get it, I get it. And then so a lot of people feel that way. Whereas with health anxiety, I'm like, I will be a long hauler and I will be on a ventilator and life support and someone will have to make the decision for me. And it's just like spiral, spiral, yeah. spiral. Well, and so- who knows, Allison, I could be fine. I could literally get it and not have a panic attack. You know what I mean? It's just this unknown that freaks me out. Well, and you're, the the thoughts going on in your brain that you just mentioned are all very, very irrational. At this yeah, moment. that's the thing. It's like I'm not even no. entering a. I'm not even entering an irrational state, right? So, so <laughs> you're staying in this place, right, in your brain that, for some reason, is so hard for you to break out of, and that's what's keeping yeah. you in this state of health anxiety is because of those thoughts. So, <sighs> and you've said this before, I guess. In our, we talked about our health anxiety in the first, like, I think it's episode six or so. I mean, way and when we first started recording. Right. And, you know, it sounds like this is still similar to what you had said before when we weren't even really talking specifically about the pandemic, but that the like biggest, biggest fear for you with this whole thing is just like, you're going to die. Yeah. Or even just like having like symptoms that I have to deal with and then like ending up this spiral of going to tons of doctors. Like I just see that. I envision Mm -hmm. that. And like, I don't like that. Like, I don't feel like I could get COVID and then not go to a cardiologist to make sure my heart's okay. Does that make sense? Like how it spirals like that? Like it's like, well, what if it attacked my heart? Well, maybe I need to get a lung scan because what if I have like a little bit of scarring? Like it's these weird like thoughts that I couldn't shake unless I get a test. And I feel like- But what's the fear behind all of those thoughts? The getting your heart checked? Yeah. What's the fear behind that? Inflamed heart. What's that? What's the fear behind that? I don't want an inflamed heart. Why not? That's dangerous. Why? What's gonna, what might happen? You can die. Right. You know so, my, oh, so, oh! So I was like, what I'm I was to. like, you don't know. Every single every no. I'm just asking you. Ask, what are you of, saying? I did a little. I did a little therapy there for a second of how <laughs> I how I work with clients because like the in your subconscious your huge fear is that you're going to die and all of yeah. those actions you're taking and all of the thought spirals that are happening about your heart and like trying to control all these physical symptoms is because you're so scared that you're going to die yeah or just be like chronically ill like i just don't i i wouldn't be a good chronically yeah. ill person right so thinking of and so that's when it comes to like illness anxiety disorder which it's mm-hmm. actually called in the DSM um 
ha- knowing how to treat that is very much a cognitive behavioral process. Right. So CBT would be like – is shown so effective for like illness, anxiety disorder, right. someone that struggles with health anxiety. Um, some like somatic types of therapy is awesome too because um, a lot of the treatment in somatic therapy is how to activate the parasympathetic nervous system when you're having certain like yeah. physical symptoms. And so knowing what you can do in order to kind of slow your heart rate and and yeah. if you're you know, I'm in I'm in CBT right now, and it's definitely like in the past with like health anxiety been great. I think with this pandemic, it's been really hard to find one thing to help because it's just like the, the one thing that does help me is wearing my mask. And I'm gonna be honest, I have a lot of buy next now tests. <laughs> a lot of what? The buy next now. Have you not heard What's of that? that? What's that? No. That that really like official at home testing. So like if oh. someone in my family does something, they can take a test. <laughs> wow. I didn't even it's know. Where, do you have to get that online or like? No. Can you buy it? No. You can get them at CVS, Walgreens. You can't get a, a take home at CVS around here at all yet. Because I, I tried. I tried to find. Yeah. Why? I have no idea. All I know That's is weird. that. That's weird. I got um, I mean, completely sold out online. I have no idea. I just know that a couple weeks ago, I got this alert on my iPhone saying that I might have been exposed to someone who tested positive. Oh, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. I had to turn that off. No, ma'am. That thing yeah. popped up on my phone. It was like, <laughs> hey, you can turn this on. And I said, absolutely not. Absolutely not. It was probably like you walking past someone on a trail. Well, so so I don't know if I talked about it on here or not. No, yet. you have not. But I, I, you know what? I think I, I think I might have actually, because it had to do with something. Else. I no, I would remember this. <laughs> it, it, okay, so it was it was this alert that came up on my iPhone, and then people people basically told me that I must have like opted in to get these things, which I don't yeah. remember. And you, and so I got this message basically saying someone has been around you somewhere and tested positive. And it was in New Jersey somewhere. So like, I don't know if I was down the shore or at my boyfriend's. Like, I don't know what was where. What I have no idea. But I ended up going to get a COVID test the next day, and I was fine. Thank goodness. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you can like. Wait, opt so in. you still don't know who it was? I no. I mean, I honestly See, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Does he live in an apartment? No, he lives in a house. Or, um, what, could, could it have been your apartment? No. No, no, my I'm in Pennsylvania, so it must it had to be in New Jersey, and so I go down the shore. I was down the shore a couple weekends when this hat before this happened, and that's the Jersey Shore in Avalon. Oh, okay. and I was at a bar one night. I was out to dinner for my birthday. I mean, I was down there doing different okay. things, and it was definitely gotcha. probably one of those things. Okay, that makes more sense. Out, yeah, I was. I was. But at I a think bar for my that. Birthday. Oh wow! See, uh, uh-uh. I would having. See, and that's the other thing. It's like you're living and like at that bar, I would be the weird person in the corner trying to stay six feet from people in a full-blown panic having no fun. Yeah, you would not have wanted to be. I mean, it it was actually a little uncomfortable for me being inside. It was like with a live band and it was actually like they had some doors opened. But yeah, we didn't stay that long. But it was, yeah. But I hate that. It's like I'm 26 years old. Yeah. It's, you don't it's want to have to be scared of that all the time. No, I don't. I and know, I'm like, I where know. are we going? Where are we going with this? Like what? 
I mean, and then I'm looking at like our healthcare professionals for like help and like hope and stuff. And like, I just feel like no, I mean, and I get it. It's not their fault. Like no one knows. It's something so like whatever. But I did, I did see that the Delta variant numbers may be decreasing again. So that's good. And they're saying, and they're getting on the news saying that like, yeah, natural immunity is a good idea, but it's like, I'm not going to go out of my way to expose myself. Like, do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't want it. I think they said like natural immunity with the vax is like, you're, you're good. (laughs) Yeah. Which I'm, yeah. I think that's. So now you just have to get the COVID. So maybe, yeah. I mean, this was the beginning of the pandemic. That's basically what all of everyone was saying is like, everyone's going to get it at some point. It's going to be like the flu. Um, But like, but you're, it sounds like I think what, what's going on with your health anxiety at this point is is so much there's so much more irrational thinking going on because of your experience with panic disorder in the past and you're scared of maybe having this diagnosis and then getting into the spiral again of being like oh my gosh now I'm going to have to go to all these doctors for this and then my brain's going to just start you know going crazy again because of my panic disorder and my health right so it's like for you there's just this layer of stuff that yeah. And like, I become- I can't get on Facebook. Like Facebook is, whew, everybody's yeah. sharing their aunt, uncle, god sister. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody's yeah. sharing all their life stories and how they're handling it and pray for Joe. Like, you know what I mean? Like you get on Facebook and it's like, pray for Billy. His oxygen's 86. Like we think he's going to die. <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh. <laughs> we'll see, right? And that's just. And then I'm invested in Billy's life, and then I'm following Billy's life every day. And then he got off the ventilator. That I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh! I was gonna say, yay! <laughs> He's got off the ventilator. Yay! You know, this is a real story, but no. But it's like you know what I mean. Like you end up like so invested in these like severe cases that it becomes m- common in your brain, but it's not as common in real life. And does that make sense? Well, yeah, that's why I'm like, glad I'm that you're setting your boundary. Say, yeah. I'm not trying to say that it's not bad, that COVID's not bad, but I'm trying to say is like 90 something percent of people will be okay. Well, so that's that's the whole thing about trying to, if you're going to, if anyone listening is trying to figure out, okay, well, this sounds like me, right? They're listening to you, Taylor, and they're like, oh my gosh, it sounds like me. Okay. Well, what can you do to help yourself? Yeah, the facts. Right? Let's let's talk about what we can do to actually okay, help ourselves. Here, I got it. a list. I got okay, a list. Okay, go ahead. So talk about that. <laughs> shut off the news. Shut off any type of news. I'm talking CNN, Fox. This isn't time to pick your side. This is time to shut it all off because they're all they're all showing you the worst, guys. When you see a breaking news headline, they are getting their best views they've ever had. If you look at their views, like watch views from years ago to during the this whole pandemic, you know, it breaks my heart that there's probably these like 80 something year old people with health anxiety who probably haven't left their house in two years because they sit at home and they watch the news and the news has debilitated them. Because if I watched the news every day, I would be debilitated for sure. I so mean, shut that off. That was literally my first, as I had when I, when the pandemic first happened, I just created this free course on the anxiety healing school. It's still there if you want to go look at it. And that was literally one of the first tips that I said was to limit your time on the news because there's a difference between staying informed, which I think is very good and educated about what is going on 
Yes, yes. Within the world and the pandemic. Yeah, yeah I'm not, not saying just look at the world blindly. Right, but like not keeping the news on, even if it's on in the background for like yeah. hours on end. Do not yes. do that. Yes. Pick a certain amount of time, maybe like 10 to 15 minutes every day, watch CNN and that's it. Or yeah. or don't even watch TV. Just say, okay, from 5.30 to 5.45 is when I get to go on CNN.com and type in what's going on with the pandemic and that's it. And you have 15 minutes, update yourself, see, like get the facts and then that's it. Well, and some people are like, oh, like I'm Republican. I watch Fox News. They won't lie to me. Or I'm I'm a liberal and I watch CNN. They won't lie to me. And it's just like, right. guys, it's, it's news. It's news. It's breaking I mean, news. I'm going to be honest. Like every single news station is going to talk about the worst cases. And it's like when they interview yeah. those people on the actually, ventilators, we can't be watching that. Actually, don't watch the news. Here's my tip. Go to the worldhealthorganization.com and yeah. look at their information, okay? Go to I, World th- Health I think or- even like maybe like or- getting your news from a, a summarizer, like your family, like someone in your family who is your designated you go to that you trust, like someone who's going to no, because they could be biased too. I say go to the facts and go to literally worldhealthorganization.com and just get the facts of what you need. Forget the news. But really the point is wherever you get it, like limit your time. Literally. Yeah. You like, I cannot get mine, I get mine from my mom. And like she like told me two days ago that the Delta variant is going down. And so like that helped me. Like she's well, like it's showing like a her. bit of a decrease. But. Um, and then so that helps just cutting off the news. And then also just like I guess like having an open conversation and not this like I feel like the pandemic has become so uh, political and I think that's stupid. And so a lot of people feel – scared to talk about it with other people whereas like i'm like so open when i talk to people about it i like want to talk about it and when i do that i hear of people who have had it and it makes me feel better they're like hey this is how i felt and like and then it went away and like i'm feeling so much better yeah and so just like talking to people and seeing okay think about all the people you know who've had it right and how their experience was Mm -hmm. and and why would you be that one does that make sense? Right. So it sounds like you're actually thinking differently. You're trying to think differently. Yes. Because I'm not talking about I'm I'm trying to under like we want the listeners to understand like what kinds of things could be helpful to help with the health anxiety piece. Not just like having conversations about pandemic, right? Like the health anxiety piece and what's going on in your brain and the thoughts you're having is what's contributing to this fear. Yeah. So like hearing about other people's cases helps. Me so, realize that look at all these people who have gone through it that I actually know and they're okay. So it yeah. kind of helps like get rid of those videos I've seen of the people on the ventilators and all those things. And in my head, I'm like, who do I actually know of all these people I know who have had it yes. that have been put on a ventilator? So the facts also, I mean, it's your experience, but your experience are what you're kind of relating to your brain of being your facts, right? Like you're you're seeing people be okay. So in your mind, the percentage is low. Yeah. Yeah. So which like helps my health anxiety kind of like rationalize. I'm sure if like- you also saw the percentage of people in the world that, you know, 
were okay, you'd probably be like, oh, wow, they got it and we're okay. You're just limiting it to the people you know. Right. So, yeah. So that's also a great tool. Like looking at, you know, what, what is, what's the reality versus perception? Yeah. And so that's like a brain, that's a mind trick that happens for people that have a severe anxiety is like anxiety is perceived fear. Right. It's not what's happening right now in reality. Right. Yeah. That that so, definitely helps me. I, rather than great. just like sitting in a hole and like focusing on the bad stories. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You can you I- can train your brain to like tell you every single thing bad and make a story in your mind of every horrible thing that could happen. You could do that. Anyone could do that if they want all the time. Yeah. Like, that is anxiety. Like that is not real. Right. Right. That's so, not reality. Those are the two things that I think have helped me. And then just like also keeping my boundaries. Like if I'm going to wear a mask, who cares? I see it as like I'm just putting this thing on my face. And if that makes me feel better, who cares? Love Why it. Why do y'all have an opinion about what I do? And if you don't want to ma- wear a mask, I don't care either. Like do what is best for you. I'm not here to tell people wear a mask. Like I'm going to protect myself. That's that. I, I'm not the mask mandator. <laughs> I like I'm not that type of person, but I'm gonna wear mine. And I think some people think maybe I'm trying to make like a political statement. And let me tell you, I am so far from that. Like I'm mm-hmm. the last person. I'm just trying to stay alive over here. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's a really good point. Um I do think what's best for there's you. There's gonna be people that are gonna so here's what I'll say. Whether it's about masks or something else, there's always gonna be someone that's gonna have an opinion that yeah. is gonna disagree with yours. There's always going to be someone that's going to judge you. There's always going to be someone that's going to make fun of you or whatever, not think that you're doing the right thing, whether it's a mask or whether it's, you know, I don't know, rollerblading down down the trail. Like someone's probably going to be like, oh my God, what does that person do? I mean, there's always going to be someone (laughs) Someone, that's going to judge you. Okay. But if you are secure with who you are and you know you're doing what's best for you, and you love who you are and you talk to yourself in a compassionate way, whatever anyone else says about you isn't going to freaking matter. Right. So if you're too obsessed with what other people think of you, then you need to do some more work on yourself. Maybe talk about that with your therapist. And if you don't have one, maybe look for one because you can't literally live your life just worrying about what other people think all the time. It's going to be exhausting. And right. when you're when you care, when you're worried so much about what other people think of you or if they're judging you, it honestly really usually doesn't have to do with anyone else. It's you judging yourself. Right. Absolutely. So focus on doing what's best for you and working on loving yourself a little bit more and however that looks. And it's a long journey for a lot of people and for me, I have good days and bad days, but all in all, yeah. I can say I love who I am and I'm worthy of who I am. And if someone wants to make fun of me for something, I'm wear- maybe I wear like eight masks on top. Who knows? I don't even care. Make fun mm-hmm. of me. Like I really do not care. I literally. That's how, that's how my mom is. And she was like, it gets better when you get older. She was like, it when does. you're like in your 20s, you know, it you're does. young and everybody my age is like, you know. I am an outlier, I would say. It definitely does. You definitely learn to care less as you get older. I will say that. But but you can start and you can get there and just – but I like that. Like, yeah, do what makes you feel safe. You know, like 
if you if if that's something that's true to you and and you're struggling with a little bit more health anxiety and you feel like you want to wear four masks, then do it. I mean, you know, I mean, this right, is just right. you're okay to make your own decision and whatever. absolutely, absolutely. So I think I think those are the things that have helped me the most. Okay, just rationalizing Good. those thoughts and yeah. understanding that I can't control the world and yeah, it'll it's going to be what it's going to be, you know, for sure. And also reminding yourself that in this moment, you're fine, right? Like all the other thoughts that you just were saying think so. the whole episode <laughs> were, well, right. That, but no, I mean, right the second you're breathing and you're here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So if like, if your subconscious is telling you that you're so scared of dying all the time, if you're telling yourself right now, you're actually alive and you're okay. Like you're yeah. in this moment. You're, you're training right. your brain to remind yourself that you're present and your reality is what it is right now. Yeah. And not to mention anybody who is suffering with seasonal allergies, they are so bad right now. Mm. Like so bad, at least here. If you're in an area where pollen and all that's really bad because of the weather, you know how it's like we're having like a hard time entering into fall kind of? Yeah. I think yeah. there's like – it's like we're seeing a warmer I – don't, I don't know exactly – what's going on but they're saying expect like pollen to hang out a little longer and i'm like good so oh geez well then of course your eye everybody like, look up pollen if you're feeling a certain type yeah. of way because <laughs> that was that, me this last week me too I've, I've been getting more and more headaches too and yes. i usually don't get fatigue headaches yeah. i'm like oh my gosh it's covid it's not yeah yeah you're and if I it mean, is then i'm great <laughs> Right. I mean, that's really what it comes down to is that if you actually if you actually do get a positive diagnosis, you will most likely be totally fine. <sighs> yep. So that's like that's where the real work comes in is to recognizing that if that's what the worst, you know, for you right now to get that positive diagnosis is so scary, you need to train your brain to remind yourself that the likelihood yeah. of anything is so low and that you'll be okay. Yeah. So that's that's the that's the the mind the mind tricks that that's this cognitive behavioral stuff. So hopefully they're whatever you're doing or if you're who you're working with is helping you with that stuff because that's really where the treatment comes in. Yeah. I'm I I definitely think at my core like I know I'll be okay. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like like there's yeah. thoughts, but I feel like at my core I know I'll be okay, but it's like I can't like accept that. It's a weird thing. I don't know how to explain it. I think there's probably a lot of people that can relate to that. It's like it's a weird – yeah. It's almost like you can't let yourself relax because the second you let yourself relax is when – it's just a weird thing. <laughs> is when what? Uh, who knows? Something bad will happen. <laughs> yeah, That's like the basis of anxiety. Yeah. Like accepting mm -hmm. that like things are good. You're like, ah, I don't know if I can do that because the second I accept things are good, something bad might happen. Well, it might even not even be something bad. It might just be something your brain thinks is going on and you can't right. control. Like me the other day who felt like I was doing great for years and then I just went backwards. Yeah. But I got through it. We'll always get through it. Right. And it's, and healing is not linear. And so, no, it's not. That's, especially you know. with female hormones, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's yeah. palate. <laughs> um, anyway, so thank you for sharing all of that, Taylor, because 
I know that it's been a struggle. Yeah. And And I just feel like I've gotten so many messages of people who feel this way and I just don't want anyone to ever feel alone in it because I know how alone it can be, especially like, like I said, talking about this Mm -hmm. in public can be like, you feel uncomfortable. There's just a lot of stigma behind it with everything. So I think just like hearing you're not alone and that other people are going through this and no, we have not forgotten about the pandemic. Like I know there are some people who message me and they're like, I just feel like everybody's forgotten about it and nobody cares anymore. Yeah. There is probably some people that that's true for. Yeah. Well, they might have had it and they're like, I'm good, you know? And and to be completely honest, not to get all like clinical, but a lot of times the way people deal with trauma is by disassociating. Yeah. So someone might think that someone else is forgetting, quote unquote, but really they're just trying to survive in a trauma and they're trying and they're disassociating from it. So that's how people survive trauma a lot of times. And I think that's just a natural response to trauma. So that might be what's happening. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, if this you know, episode was kind of heavy for you, then please take some time to do some self-care after listening to this and do some breath work and maybe just hang out with someone that makes you feel good and maybe watch something funny or yeah. <laughs> take a walk or do something good because I know this could be kind of heavy, but just know that we're all here for you and we love you guys. And if you have any questions or anything, any concerns, anything, obviously DM us. And we have a big giveaway this week. We do. We have a giveaway. So go to the Anxiety Chicks Instagram. Thursday. Um, Yes. And make sure you do not miss that. All right. We will talk to you guys next week. Happy healing. Hi, healers. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Anxiety Chicks with Taylor and I. As always, you can find us on Instagram. You can find me, Allison Sepinera, as the Anxiety Healer and Taylor as health underscore anxiety. And as always, you can check out the Anxiety Healing School. I just dropped a new course called When Panic Attacks, Triggers That Create Fear and How to Overcome Them all about overcoming your anxious triggers and finding more awareness on what contributes to your anxious thoughts and giving you all the tools on how to overcome them. Uh, It's a self-paced course and if there's any struggle with finances, there's a payment plan available as well. So go to theanxietyhealingschool.com to check that out and as always go to peakofpanic.com to check out updates about Taylor's blog and her journal she's coming out with. Thanks everyone. Happy healing. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.